Welcome to the Manager Tools Members Only Podcast for January 2007. How to handle the interview weakness question. Hi, this is Mike, and as always, thanks for registering and being a member of the community here. Mark recently blogged about the crazy advice being given by the Wall Street Journal of all places about how to handle the perennial interviewing question, tell me about a weakness. He was stunned by how poor some of the suggestions were, as well as the implication that a clever interviewee could somehow trick the interviewing manager into accepting a non-responsive answer. We think it's funny how many folks think that they can fool their interviewer, but of course if they were the ones being interviewed, why, it would somehow be different. Yeah, right. Well, in any case... In this cast, we share one of the best interviewing answer templates for the answer you'll ever hear. It's simple, elegant, easy to deliver, and surprise, surprise, it directly answers the question. Here we go. So you're pretty ticked off about about that journal article when you called me. I mean, it was it was just an article. Um, I, I really, I really was. I, um, you're right. It was just an article, and the, you know, th- there's plenty of places you can find bad. <sighs> it was bad advice, but but I really, I, I've never seen more rec- bad recommendations in in one place in my life. I mean, I mean let's just go through it. Um, well, I, I'm not even sure that we need to do that. I mean, God, I'm so ridiculously wrong yeah you're right you're a good point you're right you're right right uh, um I, but if i remember right when i told you about it you, you you we talked about it and you agreed that it was just crazy i mean just weird i mean I, it, it just oh i'm sorry <laughs> so so we we talked about what we might do if we heard some of the answers that they were recommending yeah just yeah just Stop the interview. <laughs> yeah, very a short interview, or or in my in my lexicon, nasty, brutish, and short. Um, I, I'd be polite, but um, I I really, I, and it did bother me a little bit that it was the Wall Street Journal that yeah. there's an assumption of of credibility and 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 quality, and it just was it was way out there. Well, it was way out there, and, and it was you know we could probably just sum it all up by by saying that. That most of the answers, they didn't even answer the question. I mean, that was my biggest yeah. issue with it. That really, uh, boy, I, in fact, I, you know, uh, I spoke at Kellogg recently, and I, I talked about that. And I was, I was direct to the point of probably being, being shrill, and I just didn't. Um, yeah, it's one of the core, it's one of our core issues in interviewing. The best interviewees are the ones that directly answer the question. No matter what you want to tell the interview, You've got to answer their question first. You know, if you feel compelled to add something, okay. But but please whack us on the head, right in the forehead, with your answer right up front. Do the bottom line up front thing. Bluff, B L U F. Um, well, yeah, and, and the one writer of that article also used bluff too. But I think I think that person meant B L U F F. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's don't confuse the two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the maybe the interviewer isn't that smart, and you can you can cleverly sidestep the question, and they'll never know that you didn't actually give them. I mean, re- oh god. 
Um, one of the ideas was to give a weakness that could be a strength. Oh, yeah, I, I work too hard. Oh, I mean. Yeah, and, and I, uh, the interviewer, am a total idiot. <laughs> total idiot, right, yeah, yeah. Please insult me while you answer the question that I haven't decided whether or not to give you an offer yet. Insulting is a good technique. Somebody said one of the things was cite a corrected weakness. Uh, okay, and that would mean it's no longer a weakness, right? right? Okay, so now the interviewer is not stupid. It's the interviewee who wants to act yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, and then another one, another theory. Literally, the title of the theory, the, 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 the recommendation was deflect. Uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what? You know what? When when interviewees say, "Give me a sense that they're deflecting a question," I'd say, "Hey, okay. You know what? Uh, interviews are kind of uh, they're stressful and so on. So let me let me just tell you, I, I didn't hear the answer to my question, so let me just state it again. Um, you deflect a second time, then you really are dumb. Um, and I couldn't even I couldn't even bring myself to read what was in the deflect thing. I just saw it and went, you know, it got went ballistic a little bit. And then there was another one: is address the unspoken question. Right, sure, that's what recruiters do. We have this one question we ask, but really we want this other answer that we're looking for. <laughs> and so you should know what that is. Heck, people spend all the, all the time asking me, "What are the questions I'm going to get asked?" So oh, I, I, I didn't do a very good job here because I wanted to avoid yeah, our, I'm sorry, our mutual I'm sorry. rant. But uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. well, you know, what are we going to do? So okay, so let's so let's get on and and yes. help people understand like how to answer the question the question of you know describe a weakness. Yeah, tell me about a weakness. How do we do that effectively? Effect yeah. Well, now now I will say that I I like this question. I think it's a good question. A lot of people ask it, and they don't know what they're looking for. Um, and so I will tell you, I, I feel Manager Tools listeners are so cool and so lucky because even if you're talking to somebody who doesn't know how to evaluate your answer, when you give them this answer, they will be blown away. Okay? So um, the our answer itself, the, our recommendation for how to structure your answer, sort of the meta structure of your answer, has three parts, and that is, first, you briefly qualify your answer. Secondly, you state your weakness. Big surprise there. You actually answer the question. And then lastly, you talk about what you're doing to improve in this area. And that's it. Okay. All right. So before we do that, let's go over our, our uh, perfunctory preparatory stuff. Right. Yes. Okay. Four, four, four points we want to make. Weaknesses, what we're talking about here in this question, are not fatal flaws. And that thinking for people really, really messes up their ability to answer this question effectively. Um, number two, you do have weaknesses. <laughs> Welcome to the human race. And we know it. Um, well, now, you, three, now my secret is out. Thanks. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. your secret is you have me as a partner. <laughs> uh, number three, don't choose a weakness that is core to the success of this job. And number four... You should know, you know it's the effective way is to know your answer in advance. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so let's let's take each one one of those and right. go through. Good. Yeah, let's go background and then then we'll um we'll uh then we'll talk about the answer itself. So first, weaknesses are not fatal flaws. Look, the reason many people mess up this question is fear. We're afraid of being thought human and so we don't want to admit that we have any weaknesses at all, which is just crazy. Uh, part of that comes from a misunderstanding of how to think about weaknesses. The word weaknesses, what does it mean? It's not emotionally laden with fear and loathing and, and, and fatality. Okay, Here's how we see it. 
Here's our recommendation. We're not suggesting that you're going to tell us a, a dark and dirty secret or, or, or that it's a character flaw or, or a fatal flaw, as I've said. When we ask you about your weaknesses, we're asking you to compare your set of skills to each other and be clear about which ones of those skills are not as strong as some of your other skills. If you have 100 skills, there are 50 that are above average and 50 that are below average, and the 50 that are below average are weaknesses. Okay? This no way implies that one of your weaker areas is down in the depths across all society and that it's a, it, it's a fatal flaw. In fact, for people who are above average, if you're above an average performer, half your skills are strengths, half are weaknesses by definition. That's the way we see it. If you're an above average performer and if you're a manager or even a manager in training, you are above average. A skill you consider a weakness compared to some of your strengths might very well when performed at that level, be a strength for somebody else who's not capable of doing this job. A weakness is a skill that you're not as good at as some of the things you think of as your strengths. Not everything can be your strengths. That implies that you're arrogant or that you really believe you're better at everybody else at everything. You're not. Yeah, that's garbage. So, so if, yeah, if, so if we can get over the fear that we're divulging some criminally negligent area... We'll do a lot better. We're only asking for something that you don't see as a strength. That, that, that's it. We're asking for something that you're below average relative to your own skill set at. That's it. Okay. And it, your next point was, and this was the, the big learning point in this podcast for me, which is <laughs> you do have a weakness. And more importantly, the, the interviewer knows it, right? Uh, you know, um, yeah, the, the, this is the part that shoots down that whole deflect theory of answering the question. <laughs> I love the deflect um, theory. Yeah, as a martial right, artist, exactly. I just I, I get a great visualization yeah, of that, so I like it. Yeah, the magic of conflict. Yes. The, um, the problem is after I've deflected it, the interviewer is going to punch me in the face. <laughs> that's exactly right, because we're the interviewer, and it's our interview, and by gosh, we're going to get what we want. Um, you know, you have weaknesses. We know we have weaknesses. We think we're fine. We'll think you're fine if you share them with us. And here is the insidious danger of, of messing up this question. If you don't answer this question, you get two strikes where even a bad but a direct answer to the question can only get you one. If you don't answer the question, you get two strikes. You, first of all, you don't have the confidence to talk about one of your weaknesses. And, and, and you must have a lot or at least big ones. That's the kiss of death. The confident person is comfortable talking about their weaknesses because they don't believe it's that big a deal. So answering the question is, is smarter. Talking about one of your weaknesses is actually smarter holistically than avoiding it because avoiding it irritates the recruiter and it proves that you're, you, you're trying to hide something. We don't like yeah. that. That's powerful. That's kind of contrarian in thinking yeah, to, to a lot right. of folks. And it goes fundamentally to the issue that I don't care how smart you are. I don't care if I'm interviewing Bill Gates. It's my interview, and I'm going to learn what I want to learn. And I, I, I can't tell you the number of people who say, yeah, I was really clever in that interview, and I figured out a way. And yet nobody ever tells me that when they were the one who was interviewing somebody else that they say, oh, they pulled the wool over my eyes, that's for sure. You know, it's amazing how smart people are when they're the interviewer and how dumb the interviewer appears to be when they're the interviewee. It doesn't work that way. This is just offhand. How many times have you done th th what, thousands of interviews? 
Oh, tens of thousands. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so how often do people, when you ask that question, tell you they don't have any? Oh boy. Um, oh, more than, than once, 5%. right? Yeah. But oh, absolutely, less than five percent, maybe two or three percent of the time, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 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 they don't say I don't have any. They just say I really can't think of any. You know, I'm, I'm pretty effective. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, every time I hear that, I just want to, yeah, walk out. I, I uh, won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, unless they were so stellar that I was stunned, uh, and and I perceived that they were naive about interviewing based on their age, based on their career, and so on. Um, I would rule them out for that answer alone. Yeah, you know, because because the day I hire them is not as good as I expect them to be a year later, and if they can't embrace the fact that they have areas they need to improve in, I there is no place for them in any organization that I can think of. Right. So so the best you could ever do when asked that question and said you can't think of any is that you'd be perceived as naive. That is the absolute best. Absolute do. best. Yes, yeah. exactly. If you're <laughs> shooting, if you're shooting for naive, that's the way to go. Excellent. <laughs> Nice. That's the best thing I've heard all Of course, day. if you're interviewing for a VP position, that's not a good. Yeah, that's not a good outcome. Okay. Yeah, so, exactly. So, okay. So, now, now we're not asking people to be stupid either, right? About choosing a weakness core to success in the job. I mean, for example, right. if you're being asked, uh, you're applying for a to be a C plus plus programmer, and to say that, well, I guess my my real weakness is I'm not. Very good at C plus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist laughing. I was getting ready to laugh as soon as you said C plus plus program. I'm like, oh, I know where we're going now. Yeah, really, really not that good at that core skill that you need. Yeah, but we, I'm really, you know, but I'm really good with PHP. <laughs> yeah, PHP. Or, or let me let me tell you something. Fortran. I'm really good at Fortran. Cobol. Man, Cobol. I'm, a wizard. I'm all over Cobol. C plus plus. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really good using Word Perfect. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about Microsoft Word or Excel or PowerPoint, but um, and you mentioned Access. I don't even know what Access is. But yeah, no, no. Um, look, you don't choose a weaknesses quarter of the success in the job. And, and, and remember, we're talking about you have a hundred strengths. Fifty of them are weaknesses because they're below the average. Okay, um, you have more than one weakness, so you get to choose. Just don't choose persuasive ability if you're interviewing for a sales job or an analytical ability if you're going to be a financial analyst. By definition, the recruiter doesn't learn everything about you in a 30 or 45 minute interview or after having spent an hour reading your resume, period. It doesn't happen. So, so you don't have to tell them, you know, uh, that, that you made a terrible mistake eight years ago and fired from your, got fired from your job if they don't ask. You don't walk in and say, look, I want to be clear. Here are all the things that I could go wrong. Here are all the things that I haven't done well. Here are all my failures. So if you have a weakness that you think is related, that, that you, your primary weakness would be related to the core skills of the job, don't use that one. Now, that ought to be a sign to you that you may not be right for the job, but choose a weakness that you believe will be least damaging. Um, now, your weakness should not be you know, I'm really not good at cleaning my house. Um, we want you to use some intelligence about professional weaknesses. Um, but, yeah, just stay away from uh, something that is core to the success in the job. And and it's easy to find that out. You should know something in the job description or from just thinking about it. Okay? And then yeah. lastly, you should know your answer in advance. Look, you know you. You know your weaknesses. You know the job you're interviewing for. Pick your weakness before you ever walk in and practice the answer. That's it. 
Yeah, that's that's that seems pretty common sense, but it's an amazing <laughs> number of people. Well, if, look at if you if you give an answer, well, I really can't think of any. Well, then obviously you haven't prepared for the interview. So, yes. All right. Now that we've got to the prep, let's walk right. through the answer itself. How do we the answer three steps. this thing? Right. Okay. Again, briefly qualify your answer. State your weakness right up front. Bang. And then talk about what you're doing to improve. Um, now, look, before we go into that in a little bit more detail, which is pretty, I mean, it's so self-explanatory, it'll only take a minute. Um, let's deliver the answer one time so everybody can hear it, so everybody can feel it as they listen to the rationale. Uh, it might sound like this. This is not my answer. Not it's your an answer, answer personally? This is a no. made-up one? This is an answer that I heard and I liked. Oh, okay. All right. I was, I was kind of worried when I was reading the notes here. I was a little yeah. worried. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I need to look for another partner. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, thanks. Good. Uh, every once in a while, I procrastinate on longer projects. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I focus on shorter-term objectives and other projects. What I'm doing to address this is I, I brief others about my deadlines. I post my deadlines so that others can keep me on track, and, and I'm very open. I try to be open to their feedback when they say, hey, you're a little bit behind here. Um, also, very upfront about encouraging that feedback from them. When they worry, I might be late. Uh, um and I try to build some buffer into my own deadlines because a lot of times I have too many deadlines. And so I, I get driven by deadlines and that causes me to procrastinate a little bit. But I'm, but I'm working on it and I feel much better than I did even six months ago. What was this person? Do? And like, I'm going to assume to our earlier point that this person was not interviewing for a, a project manager position. Yes, good. Yeah, exactly. I actually was a salesperson, which was you know perfect for me. I it, it, it uh, I I need my salespeople to be persuasive. I I need them to be in front of a customer. I want them to beg to be in front of a customer. I want them to to um to want time with a customer. I want them to be willing to drive in the middle of the night to be their first thing in the morning. And if they're a little bit late on some projects, I don't care. On the other hand, if, if, if a project manager were to say to me, you know, there are times when I'm briefing the customer when I'm not as crisp as I could be um, on some of, my, some of my presentation skills, I, I'm probably okay with that if 80% of their work is internal um, in terms of managing big, complex IT projects. Good. Okay, so now we have a little context of that particular answer. Right. Um, so, okay, so let's go through it. First concept, briefly qualify your answer. Well, why do we do that? It, look, it's just a way to clearly signify that this is a weakness and not a fatal flaw. If you start the answer with, I procrastinate, or I'm a procrastinator, um, you get a much stronger negative reaction from the recruiter. You're saying... Um, by, by saying, uh, qualifying your answer, you're saying this is a weakness for me, but it's not a deal breaker. Right. The qualification in that example being every once in a while. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, you know, periodically, um, or, you know, every once in a while I catch myself procrastinating. Um, now for those who might say to me, but Mark, you, you, you said to answer the question directly and immediately. And, and now you're, you're actually not coming out with a weakness first. You're actually saying, you know, every once in a while or periodically I say, yeah. And there's nothing wrong, wrong with a brief introductory clause or phrase in a sentence delivering an answer. I'm not talking about something else with my statement of every once in a while or periodically or can't remember last time I did it, but um, uh, I'm not introducing other data, other ideas. I'm just starting a sentence with an introductory phrase which provides some, some flavor and a little bit more relief um, to the actual details of the answer, which, by the way, I am delivering in the first sentence. Okay? Good. Okay. 
the next point. Uh, okay, so now now we're the second point was state your weakness, which you yeah. like you just said you've done that in the very first sentence after qualifying it a little bit. Yes, right. Having it in the first sentence is really powerful. Human beings listen to the sentences, and after that introductory phrase, they they'll be paying attention. Um, but yeah, we've really already covered it, so so we're not going to say what anybody should choose. It's person in an interview job dependent. Uh, you know, I, I guess you wouldn't want to talk about ethics or racism or violent tendencies, but we we assume uh, intellect on the part of our listeners. So I, I think those are not weaknesses that we need to worry about. Okay. And the third part, which is, of course, the purpose of the question in the first place. There you go. <laughs> talk about what you're going to, how you're going to improve, what you're going to do to improve. That is the most important thing that has been said in this cast. You said it. That is the purpose of this question. Does this person have the ability to change and grow? And and a person who answers with a weakness that is fundamentally related to one of the core strengths is not smart enough to do the job. But one who doesn't talk about how they're improving, ugh, dangerous. Dangerous. They don't. People who are highly effective, when they start talking about things they're not good at, they immediately start talking about processes for improving. They start talking about ways they're going to get better. They talk about uh, um, self improvement. As simple as that. So yes, bingo. Thank you, Mike. Wow, powerful. Better even talk about things you are already doing to improve. Yes, actively doing. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My plan. If you were to say my plans are X, Y, and Z, it's kind of like, well, okay, it's better. It's better than nothing, but it's not as good as say, here's what I'm doing right now. Uh, the idea is that maybe a year from now, it's still a weakness relative to your strengths, but your overall imp- performance will have improved, and this skill won't cause you to drop balls that, as your boss, you know, that your boss needs you not to be dropping. Yeah, I remember one time I had uh, I, I got asked that question. My my honest answer was that sometimes I forget things, and I said what I do is I write down everything. I am meticulous about my calendar. I am meticulous about my action items. I'm meticulous about my to-do list. And so I forget things, but I don't because they're all written down. Yeah. Good. I, I thought you were going to say, sometimes I forget things. Um, and what I'm doing about it is, wait, wait, can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, you know, no, that would have been a better, I should, yeah, let's go back and reshoot that. <laughs> you, you know, you know, what's funny about that is that I'm sure there are some people who say, Ooh, that's kind of cheesy. But you know what, recruiters? I bet you eighty percent of people I, I that would be interviewing would just love that. Would love to have a little edge taken off the stress of the interview, and to say, you know, sometimes I forget things. And, and what was the question again? No, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes I, you know, I need to write things down. I find that I get too busy, I get too fast, and I say yes to somebody, and if I don't write it down, it, it slips out of my brain. Uh, that's a great one. I really like that one. But but again, uh, one one of the one of the dangers people here have is that. People will hear other people's weaknesses and go, oh, I really like that one. He really, she really delivered that well. Yeah, but it may not be your weakness. It's got to be yours. So. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Otherwise, you can't talk about what you're doing about it. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Silly. I mean, uh, you know, just, again, this is a key learning point for me, which is the fact that I have weaknesses. And, and now that I think <laughs> about it, I probably have so many that coming up with examples to use during my next interview probably won't be that hard. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I'm thinking that uh, you stick with me, partner. You never have to interview again for the rest of your life. I'm and I feel the same that. way about you. Easy enough. <laughs> digging that. Yeah. All right, well, okay, so that, that's it. Briefly qualify, state the weakness, discuss your improvement efforts. Yeah, it beats the heck out of deflect. That it does. 
<laughs> All Thanks, right, my friend. Bye. 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 Well, there you go. Yes, you can survive the weakness question and actually answer it. And although it requires a bit of thought beforehand, but isn't that true for just about every interview question, it's pretty straightforward. Put it to use and then let us know how it works for you. Until next time, folks, so long.